schadenfreude everybody must have screamed ah he's a sung hero a little pushy pushy are you back from listening to stairway to heaven twice now those are just words i looked up on the internet unreasonable doubt a podcast about west virginia university basketball starts now hello from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Down. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt. This is Episode 9, Navy. Thank you for your service. West Virginia beat the midshipmen by 21 points. Now, Navy was an 18-point underdog, and West Virginia had a 10-point lead at halftime. Uh, Navy came back, and they came back behind a freshman under six foot guy i think his name is panini it sounded like panini but that guy was wearing the mountaineers out in the in the vein of of fats russell in the vein of that dude from eastern kentucky last year it seems to happen where scrawny guys come to the coliseum and try to take over joe toussaint cooled him off facilitate on the offensive end once Panini cut the lead to five, Joe Toussaint helped facilitate an 8-0 run ball game. And so in the Xavier episode, I talked about the overall season struggle buses. There's three, and let's see how West Virginia fared tonight against Navy in the trouble areas. Rebounds, you know, I'm grading this as a positive, but it's hard to grade West Virginia versus Navy on rebounding for a couple of reasons. First of all, Navy, not tall. I think their biggest guy is 6'8". And that poor guy was guarding Jimmy Bell. And it just, I, I feel bad when Jimmy Bell is doing his pinball thing and you can't do anything about it. So that's that's a problem. And then also for Navy, they played a 2-3 zone all night. And I know that it's easier to rebound against a zone team than it is man-to-man. So both of those things were, were working in West Virginia's favor. The good part, when Navy was on offense, they only had five offensive rebounds. So that is that is a positive thing. Again, not a lot of tall guys, but you got to start somewhere. And that was good for WVU. They were plus 15 overall. Trey Mitchell went from zero rebounds to six tonight. The guards rebounded. Uh, Stevenson and Toussaint, they had a combined 12 rebounds. So thumbs up, but also there's some factors that goes into that. So let's look. Oh, by the way, before we go to the next thing, does this team, and we're and we're nine games into the season, which is crazy to say that it's like only nine games, but also we're more than a quarter through with the season. A quarter of the games have already been played. It moves fast. Uh, but this team, nine games in, can it make the podium of Huggins teams that are zone killers? Where you, <laughs> if you throw a zone, now in the past, you could throw a zone, and in certain seasons, you throw a zone against WBU, and you can get some stops because West Virginia, under Huggins, not known for their shooting prowess. This team, again, nine games in, they are not having an issue with shooting. Like you don't want to be prisoner of mo- of the moment and say this is one of the best shooting teams because the the teams that the guys that Huggins inherited from the B line era, those guys could absolutely shoot the basketball and helped 
facilitate success with Huggins and the mix of Beeline guys and Huggins guys. But look across the board I mean, at Navy. This is not a Syracuse zone. <laughs> the two, three that they were playing, you know, were, were Syracuse who is struggling. But when you think Syracuse zone, you think of a bunch of a bunch of arms. And Navy didn't have that. Uh, but think about it. You play zone against WVU, and this Mountaineer team with older men, they were very patient tonight. They were passing it around the perimeter. They were doing a great job of getting to the guy flashing at the foul line. That guy was throwing it back out. And so look at the look at this look at what you got. Stevenson, deadly, especially in the first half tonight. Trey Mitchell, sharpshooter. When he's on, he's on. Toussaint, he's slashing and can get shots either for himself or, or throw it out to an open guy. Kedrian Johnson, so much more confidence driving the ball. And the results are getting so much better. I think those are in combination are pretty good. And so you have all of those factors. Navy never went away from the zone. And the Mountaineers didn't get away from <laughs> making a bunch of shots. I mean, that's, that was fairly simple. I mean, and, and you think about Seth Wilson, who can be a sharpshooter. He didn't show up till late in the first half, but he can be his own killer. So there's so much, you know, go, oh, no, we're losing, we're losing Taz and Sean and Bridges and these guys that are, that are good shooters. And Huggins went to the transfer portal and got guys that can shoot. They got He got four guys that are good at offense. He got four guys that are good at offense out of the transfer portal. Last year, he got one. So that's, what is that, like 400% better? I don't know. I'm not good at that. But this, this is the fourth game of the season that West Virginia shot over 50% for the game. And when you look back two, <laughs> three seasons ago, 2021, they did it four times all year. 2020, they did it four times all year. 2019, sad season, they only shot over 50% twice. And this team, nine games in, they've done it four times. So just they are, they are setting a high bar. It's non-conference schedule. I understand that. But four times in nine games for a Huggins team – it's it's hard to it's hard to comprehend. <laughs> Another step. This is their fifth game scoring over eighty points. Last year was a sad year. That team only broke eighty three times for the entire season. Thirty three games they got over eighty three times, and this team they went over eighty five times and were a quarter of the way through. So it's amazing and. I'll keep saying this. These guys, they've only played nine games together. I mean, this is not comparable to guys coming in through junior college. And we all know that, that Huggins in past experience, it takes, it takes a couple of seasons to get in the groove. And so the only guy here that this factors in as far as people get at offense is Kedrian Johnson. We're year three of Kedrian Johnson from junior college. And but all these guys, year one out of the transfer portal, have made the biggest difference on the offensive end. And just from a aesthetics perspective, and we, you know we're going to see rock fights this season. 
But and I know the defense in the Big 12 is brutal, and you know that. But nine games in, this is what it looks like on offense. If you do it, if you break 85 out of nine games against the, the computers are saying this is a really tough schedule, then that means something. <laughs> and I'm just saying this team has the potential of avoiding the dreaded, you know, close your eyes and and this is well, not if you're driving, but think about how many times have you heard a play-by-play guy saying WVU in a scoring drought, WVU hasn't made a field goal in the last seven minutes. And that could, and that can absolutely still happen this season. I'm just saying at the pace we're going, the frequency of that or the, or the potential of, of avoiding that is the highest that I can remember in a long time. So that's regardless of what you think about, what's happened on the defensive side, watching the game <laughs> to see guys make shots. You know, Huggins says every time before the season, we're making shots. Like they're making shots and we're all getting to watch them make shots. Like almost a 50 burger in the f- first half, a casual almost 50 burger. All right. So the next struggle bus passing, like I mentioned that this team passed very well against the 2-3 zone, only nine turnovers. Now, truth be told, of those nine turnovers, there were some funky ones. And tonight, more specifically, we got the live ball turnover, which it, you know, Navy could go down, uh, and I know at least once, get an easy bucket. So that's not great. It's not great to see it, you know, fly out of bounds, but to see it to go some to go to a Navy guy who just starts running down to the other side of the court, not great, but for the most part, overall, passing was solid against that 2-3 zone. Again, moving it side to side, the ball wasn't getting stuck. If they got it at the foul line, either looking for their shot or passing it to the corners, not a lot of terrible passes coming from the middle of the zone. And four turnovers combined from all the guards that played the night. So Keedy, arm sleeve, Kobe, Seth, Joe Toussaint, all those guys played a ton of minutes and only four turnovers from the guards. So solid night overall. Shout out to Joe Toussaint. Did you catch it late in the game? He got close to the rim and threw up like a finger roll alley-oop. Like it's a foreign concept for WVU in recent memory to even throw alley-oops. And Joe Toussaint in his night game in a Mountaineer uniform is Finger roll in the alley-oop, and it did get finished. Can we talk about Joe Toussaint? I mean, this is one of those good problems. <laughs> so, Kedrian Johnson, two fouls early, enter Joe Toussaint, and when he's in the game, he's in control, and he's doing point guard stuff, which is it just it's just something you notice, especially when you haven't had that for a while. And they've got that with Toussaint, and he comes in, and he's getting his floater game is amazing. He's dishing. He's unselfish, but also, you know, and at times a little bit much, but he will go for his. He will put the team on his back and and try to get buckets. And I got to take back the stop sign. I gave him the stop sign early as far as shooting mid-range and outside shots. He just keeps proving me wrong. Uh, so I've got it. 
it's not a it's not a full green light, but I've got to remove the stop sign because he's taking open threes. And when he's taking open threes, it looks good and he's making them. So uh, and the biggest surprise for me, not not having watched Joe Toussaint last year and just looking at numbers on pages is what he's doing defensively. As I mentioned, he's on a team with Kedria Johnson, who has a a a good reputation of being a and Huggins talks about this of being a great on ball defender, and yet Kedria Johnson was not keeping Panini in check, and Eric Stevenson, I thought his head was going to pop off his shoulders the second time that the guy did an and one on him. <laughs> I mean, Eric Stevenson, taller than him, and definitely focused on uh, not fouling the guy, but definitely trying to block the ball. And he's done the LeBron James hit it off the backboard. So he's got that. And again, and Panini had Stevenson's number. He had Kedrian Johnson's number. And then Toussaint got on him. And it wasn't flashy. Like he just stayed in front of Panini. And he cooled that guy down. Again, I, <laughs> I shouldn't say with enthusiasm, that one of our guys shut down the five ten freshman for Navy. <laughs> That's not, I should not say that with enthusiasm, but I have to tonight because of what the guy. I mean, the guy put twenty on us, and it chilled out with Joe Toussaint. And so, I really like it when Joe Toussaint and Kedrian Johnson are out there together, so they both can do things. And and, and that combination defensively, I really like. Both can slash. And Kedrian, he made open threes tonight as well. When they're both making open shots, and you have to respect that, then that opens up him getting to the to the basket. And on a night when Kedrian Johnson, who went full man bun tonight, had 11 points and seven assists, Joe Toussaint outplayed him. It's not a contest because they're on the same team. 11-7 usually wins the point guard stat line. And Joe Toussaint went for 12 and seven. He had five rebounds, three offensive rebounds, and he's coming off the bench. I mean, substantial minutes, probably your, you know, tonight was six man, most likely will be the six man for the year. This is not a new thing for Huggins having a guard coming off the bench and being a major part of your production. I see you, Jay Sean Page. But Huggins is making it work. Toussaint seems happy in his role, and he's he's coming off the bench for the foreseeable future. And I don't know how Kedrian Johnson loses a starting spot or if he should lose it because of his improvement and the things he's doing. I just think Huggins may have to think about it, especially if Kedrian Johnson keeps hooking up two quick fouls. Like it facilitates the conversation of why are we saving Joe Toussaint Let's start him and then bring Kedrian off the bench. And he <laughs> he can come in, do his two foul thing, and that gets us closer to halftime. You know what I mean? Like, it's a conversation. That's all I'm saying. But that's one of those good problems. And, and Joe Toussaint has put it together some games here in this first nine games. I thought he'd be a major contributor. I And he, that's proven to be true while also what he's given us defensively. It's 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 amazing. And so the third struggle bus is fouls, and that wasn't a problem tonight. 
again, Navy not small, Navy not a not a big team. They're definitely not. Uh, they and they got shots close to the rim, but West Virginia only fouled thirteen times. Navy only took eight free throws, and that's definitely the lowest number of the season as far as what free throws WVU gave up. And that will probably be the record for the season. So can't too, can't take too much from this because it's Navy, you know. Uh, and there's definitely a cat fight happening in the room. <laughs> it's definitely aggressive cat fighting. So improvement tonight in all three areas on the uh, all three trouble areas. Obviously, some rough spots on defense. You know, uh, the good news: Jimmy Bell looked much better in the pick and roll because Navy Navy obviously took that film and said uh let's put bell in the pick and roll and and navy could not hang jimmy bell out to dry 30 feet from the basket he was he was hedging flashing getting back to his guy jimmy bell looked better overall there still was some plays and you saw them too where it was easy to get for navy to get past the guy guarding him and then the help comes early, and then it leads to an open three. And we know that story. And that story's as old as time. <laughs> it's not the first time. It's not the last time we'll see that with, with aggressive Bob Huggins defense. Uh, so I know Huggins isn't happy with that. I know the team's not happy with that. But West Virginia beat a team they, they were supposed to beat, and they beat them soundly. The NBA season is heating up and there are still so many unknowns. Yes, the Lakers are not going to go 0-82. Yes, the Bucks are not going to go 82-0. But will Javon Carter stay in the starting lineup? Will Deuce McBride make it in the rotation for the Knicks? When I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. The DraftKings Sportsbook app is easy to use. You can do your same-game parlay. Really easy, gives you the odds. Definitely check it out. So download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. College football is close to the end of their season. Bowl season approaching. If you care about that sort of thing, college football playoff coming at the end of the year. And when the season ends, it's it's transfer portal season. And that happens during, you know, the season's not over because postseason and Army and Navy still haven't played and like there's still football. But for most teams, especially teams with losing records, but any team, uh, it's time to enter the transfer portal. And so what happens when you go in the transfer portal? Well, you go to on social media and you make 
what the kids call an edit and you make it look nice and you pick the right font and the right action picture of you playing football and then you and then you have words in the edit right and there's paragraphs there's usually multiple paragraphs and sometimes like two or three or even four paragraphs of thank yous is there anyone more thankful than when they're entering the transfer portal <laughs> i'm not faulting these guys for doing this they should do this in this environment totally get it not an indictment of the system i'm talking about the announcements <laughs> and i googled transfer portal template because i feel like after reading so many of these i feel like there's a template but there's not nothing it's the rare thing that doesn't come up on google as far as here's your transfer portal announcement template but I have a hard time thinking of people more thankful. I've got a very small list of situations where people are more thankful than someone entering the transfer portal. It's it's a really small list. It's three things. Uh, first of all, you're more thankful at Thanksgiving because it's got thanks in the title, right? And do, does your family do the, I, let's go around the room and say something that they're thankful for. It's Thanksgiving. It makes it makes the top three. It's 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 just in the name. Uh, number two, health scare. It's you, it really makes you grateful and thankful for people around you when you experience a scare with your health. And then third is obviously if you're winning an award, if you're winning a Grammy or an Emmy or an Oscar, and you have to give a speech, you're never more thankful than, I think that's number one, when you win an Oscar, you because they have to, somebody has to play music to get you to stop thanking people. And there's no, you know, there's not like a, where you, you're breaking bad news of somebody, like these transfer portal things. It's number one. Oscar speeches, you're never more thankful than if you win an Oscar. So you have the paragraphs of thank yous and being grateful, and then you get to the part of the whole reason you're you're doing this thing that you're posting on social media is is you know that you're entering the transfer portal, and so you had the closer paragraph, and and this is the reason you're thanking everyone, right? And so that the tone of the last the last paragraph is way different than the than the tone of the others. And so I've ranked <laughs> top five first sentences in the last paragraph of a transfer portal announcement. Number five, I believe it's in my best interest. When it starts there, it's like I, uh, the thank yous are valid, and I just believe I got it's time to move on, right? So that's number five. Number four, after much thought. And there's variables on that after careful consideration, after much thought, after much prayer, all those lumps in the number four, which is obviously stating this is not like on a whim. I've really thought about this a lot. This is a big decision and I'm making the decision. That's number four. Number three, and I like this one, after talking with my family, it's, uh, you know, after talking with my family, I, I got to go. And so I like, that's a strong number three 
And then number two and number one, they're going to sound like they're the same, but they're absolutely not the same. Number two is with that being said, and this is the this is the Honda Accord of first sentences in the last paragraph. This is the Toyota Camry of first sentences. It's great consumer reports, reliability. It's always there for you. It's not harsh. It's a smooth transition to, to the part that you're, that you're wanting to say. With that being said is the workhorse sentence, but it, it falls second to number one, which is with all that being said. <laughs> number with all that being said, because now we're it's number one for me because there's and maybe I'm projecting here, but it's saying a lot with that one word. With that being said, Honda Accord. With all that being said, now you're a wild card, right? Because <laughs> when you add all here's what goes through my mind with all that being said, it's almost like somebody has typed the first few paragraphs for you. And then you walk in, Hey, have you done the thank yous? Yes. All right. Get out of the way with all that being said, (laughs) like you do the thanking part. I'll do this important part. And it also acknowledges the word all, is that you've said too many thank yous. You spent too much time on the first part. With all that, with all of that, here's the part that I really need to tell you. It's kind of self-aware, which I appreciate, but it also, you know, if you're being self-aware, you should also recognize, why did I go four paragraphs of thank yous? Just lead with the part you know, maybe even use it almost screams. I should have just said this at the beginning and leave the with with all that being said out of it, because I'm really just wanting to say this. So number one, <laughs> it's different and it's way different with one word. The best first sentence in the last paragraph of a transfer portal announcement. It's got to be with all that being said. This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. Listen, you got comic books, right? The Marvel comic universe, the MCU, that's what the kids call it. There's movies, but those movies are based on comic books. And you might have them. And you may want to not have them. And... Give them to somebody and they give you money. And that's where Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles come in. You call them at 304-416-3631. You say you've got an Iron Man comic book. You say you've got a Black Panther comic book. You you say that you've got a Green Lantern. Green Lantern? And then they'll be like, I'll give you money for that. Not just comic books, action, wrestling figures, sports cards. 304-416-3631. Call Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. The next game for WVU is probably the toughest game on their schedule for the rest of the calendar year. I mean, we're almost at 2023. 
This was a tough one. It's Saturday in Morgantown, 6 p.m. ESPN Plus. WVU is playing the UAB Blazers. And West Virginia's best win last season came in Birmingham with their late comeback win over the Blazers. And Jelly Walker is back, and he's better than ever. And by better than ever, he's leading the he's leading Division One in scoring. It's that kind of party with Jelly Walker. And so, obviously, that's a great challenge for Kedrian Johnson, for Joe Toussaint. Last year, Jelly was 6 for 20 shooting. He finished with 13 points, so that was on the low end of what he was doing last season. It'd definitely be on the low end of what he's doing this season. Again, he's leading Division One in scoring. And so, as a WVU fan, you're probably worried, right? Because Panini is not as good as Jelly Walker. <laughs> And Panini went for 20 tonight. Like he almost got the, hey, face guard, that guy, command from Huggins. It didn't go there. The command tonight was just, hey, Joe, will you stay in front of that guy? Will you stay in front of that 18-year-old? So Jelly Walker plays the same position way better than Panini. With love and respect to Panini, thank you for your service. But Jelly, he's good, and there he is one of six seniors that is in this Blazers rotation. So it is a grown men versus grown men matchup. Andy Kennedy, uh, if and you probably know this, he was an assistant for Bob Huggins for a few years. So they know each other. Possible revenge game for WVU's win over UAB last season. This one's in Morgantown and West Virginia is doing well at home so far this season. So I'm excited for this one. It should be a good one. We'll see what happens. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Check it out on YouTube and Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all those places. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt, WVU for the 2022-2023 season. They have seven wins and they have two losses. 